Untold stories lie within the walls of my sanctum. Triumph and defeat, intrigue and betrayal. Paranoia, however, truly leaves a stain that isn't easily washed away. Ever watching, waiting, listening. A plague breeding fear and confusion to whatever its gaze falls upon. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor. And again, I learned something really interesting about Raymond this weekend. <laughs> We're just cutting right into the chase. Like, right into it. Right? No foreplay. He, he killed a kid. No Did you guys, <laughs> you guys heard about that? He killed a kid. <laughs> he killed a kid. Wait, wow. how did you hear about that? I posted that one on Instagram? Whoops. Yeah, you were really drunk, man. Did you not read, <laughs> did you not read the notes? Hey there, listeners. This is your GM, Trevor. If you've listened to Roll for Intent for a while, you realize that I don't do this very often. So please take me seriously when I tell you that this episode may be too much for listeners with specific past traumas or those that don't do well with more extreme content in general. I've added some trigger warnings to the show notes this week, but be warned, there may be spoilers. Now, let's get back to the show. But I do, I do post good stuff. This is a good plug. Thank you, Trevor. You, do, you should go you to my you should stuff go, on Instagram. Yeah, you should go to my Instagram. It's Raymond Montoya. You Comedy. post more stuff on Instagram than I have posted in my entire life in one hour. <laughs> yeah, it's I post a lot. I try to post a lot, and then I go. It's funny because I'll post a lot, post a lot, and then thirteen days, and people are like, "He's dead." Whereas Raymond's gone. He hasn't posted anything, and then I come back. My triumphant return every every thirteen days. Um, like a budget no. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that took way longer than Jesus. Like, know, that was right? three days. That's why Jesus. he's a budget. <laughs> this weekend was fun. We we well, it was kind of fun. We it was Marley's last week before she's leaving to go see her cousin. So we're like, let's do something fun with her. Let's take her somewhere. Um, so we took her down to a cheap knockoff like amusement park down in San Diego. And Is she that got the title s- of the. Basically, yes. Google it. Disney like, World. Yeah, exactly. Disney World. I guarantee oh, you, if you <laughs> if you googled cheap Disney, sorry, cheap amusement park, San Diego, the one we went to would probably pop up. Um, and of course, she got mad sick the second day, and we took her to the amusement park, and she was like, "I want to go home," and we were like, "We paid for this. You are gonna have fun, okay." <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, just to, just to <laughs> test, uh, Belmont Park. Yes, that's it. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> first time was really good. I was so happy it was Inflatable World. That's how we went. We went to Belmont Park. That's um, great. Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, it was what it was. We uh, she did a zip line, which is crazy because and and we I'm I am terrified of heights, and we did this like sky reach. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, God, no. I, we did this like sky rope course and there was like six year olds, like jumping from like beam to beam. You're like in a harness and you grab onto ropes and there's different types of like planks where you walk and some of them are circles and some of them are just ropes. And I like, there was like kids behind me like, can you hurry up? And I'm like, I, I can't move. My body is frozen. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> and uh, you had to zip line across like an opening to get off. And there was like some 13, 14 year old kid. He's like, so you're going to zip line across or am I going to have to fucking get you down the ladder? And I was like, 
I guess I'll zip line. <laughs> <laughs> so you're insulted just, by tweens. Yeah, I was about to say you just got bullied by eighth graders. Exactly, <laughs> that's what it was. And I was like, I guess I'll zip line. I zip line, and I was like frozen the whole time. I'm terrified of heights. I don't. I'm not my thing. <laughs> this is what California has instead of the hot house. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I feel like this is considerably better. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so no, I found out yeah. from mom after telling her about the hot house that she's actually a fan of the place. <laughs> I, 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 I knew the whole Wait, time. Before, I didn't want to before say anything. After she learned about tentacle porn. <laughs> Is that where she gets her hot dog water from? <laughs> like oh, since, since she was like before I was born. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is hot wow. dog water. Why is it so salty? Oh. It tastes like tastes like chlamydia. <laughs> well, it's going to taste a little bit more like lotion, right? I'm glad I don't need to eat anymore tonight. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, now there's like some more organic stuff. So it's like, you know, you got coconut. And that's yeah, I was nice. just going to say the whole place There's extra like cheese coconuts. in it, apparently. So much mm-hmm. coconut. Well, it's only because it's so far north, right? Like you're right there next to Wisconsin. I, I can imagine that like back in 1965, Curbs. it was like mm-hmm. the place to be. Like, Various. Like the uh, the production line made their quota this month, so the UAW is treating everyone to the hot house. It'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, uh, every time I've seen a UAW protest or uh, sorry, a protest or uh, a strike at the the uh, GM plant by me, they look like people that would frequent the hot house. (laughs) They're taking the whole company there, and they all dip it. It's just a sea of pubic hairs. (laughs) Not the good salt of the earth people. No, no, salt of the water. Salt of the water. <laughs> <laughs> They're making a pasta. <laughs> no, they are. They're making a, a gumbo and it's not okay. <laughs> God. It's actually it's actually been outlawed by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Every time I'm you step also... into that room, it smells like an olive burger. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no, that's true. Kalamata all the way, baby. <laughs> Kalamata. Kalamata. I barely know her. Oh. What's so, the matter? So your mom rents hot tubs. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have a similar issue with heights, Ray. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, oh. though. Like, if I'm climbing, like when I was a kid, I climbed trees a lot and stuff. And even when I was far too old to climb trees, I'd climb trees and stuff. And uh, I was never bothered by heights from trees for whatever reason. But put me on a ladder. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I get up more than like four steps, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to die up here, aren't I? I'm never coming down. I'm going to die. I have to get up on the roof to like sweep the leaves and crap off. Yeah. And I got to like text Sarah. I'm like, you have to hold the ladder or I might die. Please hold this ladder because I will die. <laughs> yeah. I'll simply never come down. Uh, but yeah, when like we were in college, mm. me and Sarah went to Rock City in, I guess, where is that? Is that Tennessee? Or, yeah, I think that's in Tennessee. You know, right. Jake, you were there too, but you were like three or four. I barely remember that entire trip it's why you're afraid well, of heights you're about to get an orange exactly. well, no no it really is let him finish this story there's so they have this overlook that you're supposed to be able to overlook you know half a dozen states or something it's so high it's a relatively high spot i guess in the area and i'm already afraid of heights me and sarah have been together maybe i don't know two three years at this point at max not even that i do not know that she has zero Fear of heights. Maybe that's a lie. Our first date was to the fair, and she would like. I think she swung the the Ferris wheel thing while I was in. I'm like, I'm gonna die. You're gonna kill me. Right? We just <laughs> met, and you're gonna kill me. So when the cycle but, of abuse um, started, she uh, goes over to the rail, and she like leans up on the rail and plays like she's gonna put her leg over, and my asshole just puckered so hard that I felt <laughs> like I could compress 
bit a, a charcoal briquette into diamonds. And I will <laughs> never forget that feeling. And every once in a while, she mentioned it just the other day. She mentioned it when she saw Ray's Instagram post and I'm mm-hmm. driving and all the life left my body and <laughs> fell through me and clattered onto the road below the car. That's how much it affected me and still affects me to this day, nearly 20 years later. I'm upset that you have not weaponized this and put the De Beers family out of business. Right? <laughs> right. You spontaneously pink socked so hard you dented the roof of your car. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh you're, God. so you're oh saying God. you're not going to go to Vegas and hit the hit the roller coaster that goes out over f- away from the hotel out over oh, no nothing. <laughs> so, no. yeah. Roller coasters don't bother me in the least. Like if I'm strapped into something, yeah. I get bothered. By no, that. The one that comes off of the top of a hotel and is loop. over yeah, absolutely no. nothing but the ground 50 floors down. This is a fun being experiment. It's <laughs> okay for me. It's like being freestanding on something and mm-hmm. like not a tree tree doesn't bother me or like a ladder. That's affixed to a wall, like something that like goes up to a catwalk or something. But when I get on the catwalk, I think I have to press myself down into the grate to not feel like I want to jump off to end <laughs> yeah. it all. Saying yeah. You're too sexy for the catwalk. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> See, I'm saying that the urine for the void is too like, strong. <laughs> it just sounds like you're incredibly suicidal. See, I was when even I get strapped to a high place. I am, man. I was even strapped in. I had like a harness. I was full blown in. It was like double strapped harness. And I reached a point. I, I didn't have anything to grab onto the left and the right. On one of them, you just have to like free walk. And I was like, I have to turn around. I can't do this. And like Cammy was cracking up. She, I mean, Cammy is afraid of heights, but not. She did the rope course as well, and she like went a different way. And she was like, "This one's yeah. fine." And I Could got you bring to this any one. charcoal briquettes with you. I should have. I should have. No, see, no. For me, I think it's the opposite for me. If I get He's scared enough, Kingsford man. What are no, you talking if about? I, if oh, I if I get man. scared enough, it's just all shooting out my ass. That's what's happening. It doesn't tighten. <laughs> it just just lets it all go. Yeah, I think um, it's been an effort to keep you afloat as you careen <laughs> towards the ground. Yeah, exactly. It's like a it's a jet propulsion, soft, just a soft landing. Um, Does this happen for your other fears? Like, is this like a, like an ancient response for it? Like predators are near you, so you got to get, get rid of some weight before you run Montoya away. It's the Montoya family tactic. <laughs> it's like a gecko throwing its tail to a predator. Yeah, exactly. right? yeah. yeah. see him at a circus. Well, I was no, just right? thinking to myself how like Trevor was talking about being in a tree makes him feel more comfortable than being uh, like on a man-made <laughs> object. And it was just, I was thinking about how that just must be like an ape kind of instinct that is like it's residing in your hind brain that it's just like tree good like, like, like yeah, tree good. Good. ladder bad Trevor was like oh I could get on ladders if they're like fuck no like especially like roller coasters or anything like that Nick absolutely not like I have a crippling fear of heights like Trevor's like oh I could do roller coasters uh uh-uh. uh I went to Cedar Point for youth group when I was like 12 walked up to uh, the Millennium Force looked up and went Nah, and then just walks back out of the line. <laughs> and everybody's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'll see you later. No, it's yeah. fine. It's cool. Bye. I was like that until I went to Cedar Point for the first time. And I'm in line for the Raptor. And I'm so scared. I'm pretty sure a little pee came out. And uh, I finally got on the Raptor. And I did the whole thing. And like I instantly fell in love with roller coasters. I've never been afraid of a roller coaster since. Yeah, nope. Doesn't work for me like that. Yep, not <laughs> at all. No, I can't even do a six-foot ladder without me starting to get jelly legs. I cannot handle I think this is exacerbated by the fact that when we were growing up in Louisiana, which has the tallest state capital, by the way, all limestone, 400,000 train carts worth. Just thought you should know. 
little tidbit. Uh, we would go up to the observation deck all the way at the top where you can see, you know, you can kind of like almost piss on God's face. And my dad took like my baby sister, picked her up and then plopped her on the edge with her legs over Ooh. while we're like 80, I'm 90 stories up. Face, Jesus. <laughs> and I like stuck to the wall and was weeping like stop please <laughs> like, like as a young Micah, child Micah you know exactly you, you you shake your head and have this disgusted look but you know what it's like to fall out of a nest <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I was ready for that like I've been prepared for that yeah see oh, here's the like, irony of like Sarah not being afraid of heights and I'm terrified of them she's terrified of roller coasters and high rides Hmm. Doesn't make any sense to me, but like we went on um, Tower of Terror when we went on our own to to Disney World back in October, and I thought she was going to die on the ride. The the pictures of her face are just wonderful, but just white knuckle fear the whole time. And it's 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 relatively tame. I think it's just the anticipation of falling that bothers her. I don't know, but me the anticipation of actually falling and dying. It's no tame. Shut the fuck up. I've been on the Tower of Terror. Not tame. That shit's wild. So So that's the thing is my roller coasters I can do. Like I'm fine with it because again, I'm strapped in my feet and on the ground, whatever. But like the like uh, Supreme Scream at Knott's Berry Farm, where you go up and just the idea is, well, it's the same thing with Tower of Terror. The idea is to just fall. That I'm not that I'm not cool with. You mean like top thrill dragster? I don't know what that is, but probably it's the second tallest roller coaster (laughs) in the world, baby. Raymond, you need to go to see your point. Okay, I do need to go to say it literally point. was the tallest so, for a while. Yeah, no, I will never do it. Like, and then like accelerator, same thing. It's just up there. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's, fuck it you. literally like, no, just goes straight up. And yeah. there's a horseshoe. Good it's a that vertical horseshoe. If there is a good chance, that, there's a good chance that if a strong breeze hits you on the way up, you'll actually slide back down yeah. backwards. The way that they launch you up there is they use the same uh, same system that an aircraft carrier launches jets off the deck. Oh my gosh, yes, that is yeah. Yeah, like You can no, see the no, steam coming off awesome. and everything after it launches. Yeah. It's rad. I remember, I remember that when I was a, I was in high school and I really liked this girl and she was like de- deciding between me and another guy, which is very high school Wait, of her you, to do. Were you courting? <laughs> were you courting? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> are, you team, team, uh, are you team Edward or I, Did whatever. you present a dowry? <laughs> was she trying to go steady? <laughs> she was. She was trying to choose who was going to take her. the leader of the pack? We were, it's funny. We, she was trying to decide who was going to take her to homecoming. He's from Ann Arbor. And so both of us were presenting her our best steeds. Um, and so we we were like we were and we were in the same friend group because we were all in theater together. So we were all in the same friend group. And I remember we have the the in Orange County, which is where I live, we have the big orange balloon, oh, which is like yeah, which is the big orange balloon, and it's literally just a hot air balloon that goes up and then overlooks all of Orange County and comes down. And I remember we went and she was like, okay, who is she said like to me? And she knew she was such a bitch. She was like, so which one of you? It was like, like the fucking bachelor. She's like, the rose goes to whoever will protect me while we're up in the hot air balloon. And I was like, I can do that. I can 100% do that. And as soon as we started going up, like I, I white knuckled the side of the hot air balloon and closed my eyes. And I remember nothing from the entire ride. And we went all the way up. We were up there for like 20 minutes and I, we went all the way down and we hit the ground and I was like, that was, and she went off with him. He won. I was like, you fucking, this was the test. I lost. Go ahead he and take her. <laughs> I know. Like an additional <laughs> father. <not> father. <laughs> they say art imitates life. In this case, life imitates art. That was a movie. That was like a movie <laughs> yeah. from the early 2000s. It that was, was the most California story that I've ever heard. <laughs> it was, and I couldn't protect her at the hot air balloon. And I was like, All right, well, game over. <laughs> I have what's called a, uh, over, a, a very healthy fear of heights <laughs> mm-hmm. where I have no problems on uh, roller coasters at all. 
uh, still to this day. But when I was at work, I climbed up to work. Uh, one of the machines that I work on has a 20-foot high catwalk. And I made it to the top, and the ladder broke under me um, because it wasn't fastened, apparently. Who knew? <sighs> and I fell 20 feet and landed on my head twice um, and cracked my skull and broke my zygomatic bone to the point where it was floating. And they, you typically see that when you're in a really bad bar fight and somebody hits you in the same place repeatedly. So it's like Jesus. your psychomatic bone is your cheekbone and it was just floating around in there. Oh my and, God. Uh, and so uh, I went to a lot of CT scans and stuff like that. And there, uh, my one, <laughs> this is the best time hop ever is that there are pictures that come up every year of me sitting in the emergency room here in Lansing. And uh, there's my brand new baby girl. Uh, with my wife sitting next to me trying to see if I have brain bleeds and I had some and I'm fine, but uh, they're like, don't sneeze for like the next two weeks. <laughs> okay. Fine. Um, might be a strong statement. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'm all good. That's now, like the but, worst uh, thing to say to anybody ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like right? that's, <laughs> what a fucking pepper. horrifying sense. Like you crack it's like your saying, like, don't scratch. Yeah. I have, I have five, I had five tears in my sinuses and one of them was leading directly to my brainstem. So they're like, oh just, just God. don't. Cause if you do, you're like, you're like a few centimeters away from dying. I'm like, okay, oh I'll do my best. No pepper. No, nothing like that. Then. Okay. Yeah. I'll be. It's gonna I'll take be some good. Zyrtec and stay home. Yeah. yeah. And you know what happened? I'm stronger now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you can fall from 40 feet. That's what I did with now. bullets. I started with like BBs and I've worked myself up to 38. No, you, st you start with a 22 <laughs> LR. You, it, you, you start with a 22 LR. I'm at a 45 ACP right now. <laughs> you all need to catch up. We need an elephant gun to hunt, Todd. Yeah, right. Good luck. 10 gauge won't help you here. 700 nitro, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's the exact same down. reason that I will never step foot on carnival rides ever again. Absolutely not. What? 1, that's like half the fun. No, absolutely Oof. not. Fuck nope. you. Like yeah, already do I yeah. not like, I already don't like heights. And then it's like, well, what if we just like gave this meth addict an Allen wrench and told him to put this together? <laughs> <once> <laughs> yeah, <two weeks>? Exactly. <laughs> that's part of the fun. Absolutely. Uh, the last time I went to a little carnival like that, the little spinny thing that puts you into like a bunch of chairs on a chair yeah. and then spins. Gravitron, right? Yeah. Or no, well, the Tilt-A-Whirl. Tilt-A-Whirl. Yeah, sure. Mom. Something like that. It was held up on one end because the ground wasn't level because it's Lansing. By just a bunch of blocks of wood, they had stacked on top of each other. Under that's the called cribbing. It's completely safe yeah oh, fuck you i don't give a shit true i hey, do not care those get those get inspected every eight to ten years it's perfectly fine i feel like the odds of getting jake to go to martha's vineyard at this point are almost non-existent that's the best line that's the best line i can't beat that right there no. damn it well you know who else isn't going to Martha's Vineyard? I was going to say, you know what else is non-existent? Week after week, you steal my thunder, Mike. I'm tired of it. <laughs> you know what? He does a great job, though. He does. He really does. Nowhere else he's not going to be going. That room that had the eye in it and doesn't anymore. Because, oh my God, last week was ridiculous. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, 
you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Last week, you made your way down south out of the room with uh, Miss Stalkers and found another room that had the ghost of Otari hanging out in it. Weren't able to follow the footsteps that went off in a direction that you really couldn't follow at the moment. Well, you checked out the room across a hall, and there was a lidless eye on the wall that made you feel like something was watching you. Our poor Billiam crit failed a save against its gaze action and uh, was confused and frightened three and beat the shit out of everyone for an hour and 45 minutes. And it was my favorite episode to date, I think. Because it just shows how the roll of a die can take this, you know, trivial or like moderate encounter, low or trivial encounter, and make it absolutely ridiculous because the wrong person fails to say yeah. it. I thought it was the last 45 minutes where you got, you just kept being like, this is a trivial encounter. <laughs> also, fun fact, I wasn't confused. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I was just hitting you. Yeah. No, it, it, the plot yeah, thickens. like basically the entire last, like, I feel like we've bitched about Trevor's wheezing on tracks before. Holy shit, who has to edit that last episode? We're sorry because the entire time was just Trevor like gasping and inhaling from how hard he was fucking us over with this confusion monster eyewall fucking bullshit. It's like, it sounds like an Adam Sandler bit. Absolutely. I will own it. I, I could not stop laughing. Because it's not like you guys did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It just, just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. Story of our it just life. Just happened. You just sounded we did like everything this, right. Like sadistic you. tickle me Elmo. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Tovin flashed it and uh, worried <laughs> it, it enough that it didn't look at him. Yeah, it's true. That's Killed true. It. That's. You guys laugh, but it works every all about time. The angle, the angle. <laughs> all uh, every time, all day, every day. How's it hanging, Norm? So, so you guys are rolling slightly to the left. So you guys are now licking your proverbial wounds after having been wally-mopped by both Billiam and Yosef. You're in the room where the mess... Wally-mopped. That's Smacked a new one. about the head and face. Is that a Never barbecue heard that term? One? Molly-wopped. Somebody in the Discord, uh, back me up. Molly-wop is a thing. Can I add this to if my lexicon? If it's not, it is now. <laughs> I, I don't think you have that kind of power. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to name the previous episode Molly Wop. Anyway. Yeah, Molly Wop, not Wally Mop. Did I say Wally Mop? I don't have no idea. Like five times, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Good. See, I can't Molly remember anything Wop anymore. Leave it someone Molly hard. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave it in. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do you do post-assault by Billiam? 
and honestly by Toven. Y'all are still looking at him? Did he put his clothes back on? What's going on? Aren't I unconscious? I mean, he's, he's unconscious. Was he? I, I remember restraining yeah, him. Yeah, you, you choked him out and beat him on the ground till he went out. Yeah, yeah right. You, I bonked you, your head. Yes. Yeah. You kept smashing me in, uh, about the head and face against <laughs> yeah. the environment, much yes. like you did to that other creature in the other Yes, room. I did. I remember now. It, it was great. It was, you know, that was hero point worthy <laughs> and villain point worthy. Can I get a villain boon Both. for that one? Yeah. Hey, believe I did hear no bell. Billiam, are you how are you feeling right now? Are are you back to your senses? What happened here? I remember a little bit. What fuck happened to Yosef? I'm picking him up. I'm like tapping his face. Wake up, buddy. Wake up. Tongue drops out. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look good, guys. Maybe we should take him home. He's like lying like a family guy character on the ground. (laughs) <laughs> you punched out all my blood. His knees bent backwards to the side. Yeah. <laughs> my only regret. <laughs> Help me. Would you like exactly. healing? Yeah, no, nobody's pick, doing anything. I, I, I know. I pick him up and I'm like holding him. Don't Wait. help. Just film everyone. <laughs> would you like? Would, we, some, would you like some Tobin. healing? Yeah, Tobin. <laughs> can you figure this out, please? I, f- I think I I might have done this, but I don't really remember. Tobin, Tobin picks up his clothes and slings them over his forearm and walks out. You ever been to a Turkish bathhouse? Yeah. This is called the hot house in Lansing. Um, <laughs> don't blacklight it. Tobin, why do our pieces look so different? <laughs> because, because I'm an echidna. <laughs> Everyone look that up. Here we go. Um, <laughs> ever been in a galarian prison <laughs> and so uh he, he looks at he looks down at uh at yosef and he's like rat are you okay are you gonna make it yosef is unconscious <laughs> okay and dying so he's going to anybody else need help as he puts his uh as as tobin puts his blindfold on i'll be fine for now just focus on him anybody else need help i don't remember if yeah, i got I'm hurt fine. So the end okay. of my snout is like bent in a weird direction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, certainly not as bad as him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Tobin's going to take assurance and just do a. Uh, he's going to um, Turkish wrestle the rat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's going to. Oh, he took him assurance up. athletics. Awesome. <laughs> he took. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to oil him up, and then I'm going to stick my hands in his leather britches. Just like Turkish wrestling. That's healing. That's not athleticism. No, just, sorry. Just that's, use that's, Yosef like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's going to <laughs> reach down and heal him in a Turkish sort of way. This is for all of our Turkish listeners. You know what you do. There's like two of them, honestly. I know. And, and yeah. you know what you do. This, this is, is for this you. This is an yeah. annual Bless sport. Him. I'm not even kidding. I've seen the videos. That's why you've got um, to put on... Uh, leather pants to go to the hospital in Turkey. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm going to do uh, 2d8 worth of healing. That's a 6 and an 8. So you get 14 hit points. Uh, thank you. You should be back up. Yay. Yeah. Um, no. uh, oh, God. Why do I still hurt? 
I don't usually hurt this much when I wake back up afterwards. It's part of the healing process. I'm sorry what I did to you, but it will take some time. Oh, so you normally hit things hit you, but you hit the ground a lot because of me, so. I don't really remember what happened, so I'll take your word for it. You were You were beating the shit out of everybody and then things went hazy. I was? Billy, I do not worry about this right now. The important thing is that we're all alive. But now I think the best course of action is that we return to Atari. Yo, so can you walk? Do you need me to carry you? Uh, yeah, it works. Uh, I can put my weight on you. Uh, oh. Perfect. <laughs> I, sort of, I sort of just toss you to the ground. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just unceremoniously drop him like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As you do this, uh, Tobin gets out his... his uh, his uh, 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 ledger, and he he sees in there. There's a an entry for Rodentia Yosef, and he takes another hash mark, and then he crosses it out. Explain <laughs> <laughs> my ankle. Yeah, we should leave. We should get the fuck out of here. Fuck this. Yeah, place. y'all are pretty spent. I'm pretty sure Tovin yeah. ran out of spells. Used some scrolls. I fucking hate this place. Uh, I also fucking hate this place. I want to leave. <laughs> So you guys gonna make your way home? Uh, yep. Yeah. We're going Definitely. Home. It's still daytime, speaking. right? Yeah, it's still daytime. I'm, I'm gonna say it's like early afternoon. Yeah, I don't want to take a chance on another fucking mummy. Or yeah, right. Goddamn. Yeah, it's not that day. That late in the day. Giant. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I imagine if you would have uh, fared a little better with this, you probably would have been able to go a little deeper tonight or today. Uh, well, no, unfortunately, we it. ran into a uh, heavy metal poster made out of uh, black velour circa 1987, and it fucked everybody in their faces. <laughs> White snake. The end. The end. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. All right. So um, if you want to hand wave it, we can hand wave back to town. I don't think there's going to be yeah. anything that bothers you during the day. Yeah. Agreed. I hope not. I've got a bite attack. <laughs> All right, everybody go home here. Respect Don't bite the oh, mummy. Lodging. Oh, I'm going to, oh, to take. Oh, yep. Oh. You can just what stop is... walking if you want to talk to us. <laughs> it's oh, okay. Oh, my ankle. I cast stay- oh. moderate splint. I cast stabilize <laughs> on his ankle. <laughs> It works, I think. He gets an, he gets an air Crazy. <laughs> I think that's a rules as an uh, intended interpretation right there, and I'm going to allow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you make it back to town um, without much fanfare, but there's not a whole lot left that you guys can do today, unfortunately. It's, uh, it's uh, early afternoon, maybe mid-afternoon by the time you get back. I imagine it's going to take you a little longer to get there because of Yosef's injury. So maybe it takes you about an hour to get back instead of your typical, you know, half hour, 20 minutes, something like that. Where are you guys heading when you get back to town? Bill's going to go home and hang out with his kids. He hasn't seen those fuckers in quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever their fucking names are. He's a good guy. I'm going to check out the Warrens and get a good night's rest in the burrow. Yeah, early tonight at the uh, the crow's, crow's casks. Actually, remember, your room is still out of commission of the Crow's Cask. Oh, that's you right. Yeah, I'm going, going to the, uh, the, the Crook's Nook. Ro- Rowdy Rockfish or the Crook's Nook? Rowdy Rockfish. Rowdy Rockfish, okay. Can't stay at the Crook's Nook. Crook's Nook is just where I work. Right. All right. Crook's Nook is an inn, but uh, Brelda offered offered a room. All right. 
Coven, you got a creepy place to sleep? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the Rowdy Rockfish, but I'm actually going to sleep on top of the trash can out back. Uh, as soon as the last call, uh, trash is going to be taken out, and I'm going to sleep on top of the lid like a stray cat. <laughs> the old uh, the old raccoon defense, eh? Yeah, no, 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 I don't trash panda it. I have money. There, and no, if no, not, no, you're protecting against the trash pandas. Oh, yeah, that's totally what I'm doing as he reaches in and pulls out a half-eaten turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, mine. Turkey is a galarian? Sure, why not? It's like Renfest 1998 all over again. Why not? It's like it's like that weird corner of Disney where there's a lion and no one knows what it goes to, and then you find out it's a smoked turkey leg. <laughs> you know, I went to Disney this last time. I didn't see any smoked turkey legs. Not that I enjoy them. I don't like them at all. I didn't see any. Oh, what other terrible opinions do you have? I just hate turkeys. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, I hate smoked turkey, but I didn't see a single one at Disney World. So I love smoked turkey. Like, that's one of my favorite things. Try at a barbecue place to see how well they actually smoke things. But well, smoked turkey Texas. legs are overdone. Oh, are they? I, they usually are. I mean, that's been my experience is that there's too much. They're too done. They're like too well done. Too it's tough. got too much, too much smoke. Okay. smoke. Now dry. let's talk about Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> I'm ready. So the cult of the V8. Why is Aliens the best alien movie ever? It's not the best. It's just, I'm saying, I think it's better than three. Even as an action movie, if you're going to line them up, it's going to go Alien, Aliens, Alien 3. <laughs> No, I think Aliens is a better action movie than Alien 3. Aliens is one of the best action movies of all time. I mean, in terms of like general say. aggregate score, you know? Like, Aliens is fantastic. Aliens 3 is a better Alien movie than Aliens 2. But I, mean, I thought it was the one where, where the was uh, chest burster 3. came out of the guy's chest and started singing the Guys, the, can we get back to talking about Rampart, please? Song. Rampart? <laughs> <laughs> These turkey legs are too smoky. <laughs> I'm like, you got it. All right. I know Rampart. So it's an old it's time. time. I remember exactly where I was when that Reddit thread happened. I was in the pita pit on Essen Lane in Baton Rouge eating one. I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? This oh, is your, the worst there. day ever. This is your 9-11. Oh, You're right. It was it was it, it, that level of remembering like, oh, my God. Woody Harrelson just screwed himself live. I remember that. All right, everybody. Guys, can we seriously just get back to talking about Rampart? You were at a party and you met my sister? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about now? I'm totally lost. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's AMA. Yeah, he got called out for 2013. Having, he got called out for having sex with somebody's sister and, and Un, promising An underage sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's why No Country for Old Men is really good. <laughs> so. He, he gets shot in the face. Late night, you're all sleeping, uh, but somebody in town isn't. Old Carmen Rajani's been getting pretty deep in, deep in his cups tonight. He gets kicked out of the the crook's nook at about 3, 4 a.m. And he's just stumbling around town, sputtering and cursing about how his fortune's gone and the mayor took his sword. Those damn adventurers played me for a fool. Mills around for a couple hours. He finds himself behind the rowdy rockfish and notices a familiar fetchling laying on top of the trash cans. Hey. Hey. Kaya laying on top of the trash cans. Thank you. How <laughs> dare you? That's our word. 
and uh, he picks up a rock and he hucks it at Tovin and he misses wide and he hits the trash uh, bin. Clang! Because I'm assuming these are tin because this is Galarian, right? Yeah. They make the yeah. classic alley cat noise. No, uh, Galarian is definitely perpetually stuck in our 1950s. <laughs> I was thinking, just thinking like trash can and I was like, oh shit, is that even a thing? No way, they probably just put it in... I, sorry. <laughs> It's your world. <laughs> I just went down a whole rabbit hole in my mind. <laughs> and it, uh, it wakes you up. I would assume it wakes you up. Maybe the first one doesn't wake you up. Yells. Yeah, totally wakes you me up. You pale skin, you ruined my life. <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> That's my sword. I don't know you. <laughs> and Tobin comes to say, <laughs> What? Excuse me. And he, as his eyes, uh, as he blinks the haze out of them, he looks over and there's Carmen Rajani. And he, he is surprised by the fact that he's growling and doesn't even know it. Well, right. Do you have to come here and take everything from me? <laughs> Excuse me. I was, I was sleeping here, mind you, on the trash. And you're talking to me about my rights? On the trash where you belong. Don't tempt me, Carmen. About that time, somebody comes around the corner having heard the clattering crash. Gross. <laughs> and uh, he yells, What's going on out here? It's all that noise. There's people trying to sleep. Hey, you guys. I know. I'm one of them. It's got like a nightcap with like a little tassel on the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bull from Night Court. <laughs> you, listen, you listened to the snake oil episode didn't you so funny thing i didn't my oh. dad just really likes night court wow because <laughs> I, I totally said that i need to be cast as bull <laughs> um cool and uh, he goes is that you you're drunk go home <laughs> i'm just trying to deal with this trash here and and uh, Tovin sits up and looks looks at Carmen with the most intimidating glare he can possibly muster. Yo, black dead eyes supposed to scare me? No, not not at all. But I I think I know something that will. So uh, I want you to roll an intimidate check on uh on me, Trevor. Yes, on me personally. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's a four. Yeah, that doesn't work. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Bark, you see this? This piece of filth. Ain't from around here. It ain't from his plane, this mongrel. And Bork comes over. He's like, Carmen, you need to stop. These are good people. They've been helping everyone. Even your foolish ass. He's right next to him, you know, trying to you know, grab his shirt and hold him back. Man, you just need to go home, leave it alone, sleep it off. You'll regret a lot of stuff in the morning, man. Carmen pulls a hammer off of his belt and advances on Tovin. Oh, it's sad that Tovin's going to have to cast Moonbeam. No, 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 no. Try that again. <laughs> Wait, I can't it's... believe this man just committed suicide by Moonbeam. It's really <laughs> sad that, that uh, this man is going to have to run at Tovin as he casts Moonbeam. Jesus Christ, he's not going to do it, is he? <laughs> oh, my He's God. just not going to do it. And I roll. I actually did roll a 20. And I cast Moonbeam! None of us are there to stop Bork. Boric stands there and, and, and 
Carmen realizes what's happening because even though in his drunken state, he remembers what it felt like to have a moonbeam careen at him the first time. He yanks Bork in front of him. Oh, as Tobin is I never named this guy until just now. His name is Bork. Sorry. (laughs) And Tobin is calling to Grotus, the moon god, as he asks for his power to smash his enemy, Carmen, with a moonbeam. He get Boric gets yanked in front of the moonbeam at the last moment. His body gets washed over by this divine power. The silver and or fire damage coursing throughout his body. And or. <laughs> and let, the roll for damage on that sucker. Okay. Hey, wait, quick question. Is he a werewolf? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> find out after he rolls the damage. Is he a faceless uh, stalker? Yeah, all right. <laughs> a faceless werewolf? Werewolf stalker? Uh, that's Face a six. Where? That's a six and a five for an, an eleven times two for twenty-two. Stalkwolf. Stalkwolf. As the flames lick at this this man's body, it burns his night clothes, and he falls to the ground convulsing, ah, and gargling from his mouth and it's foaming, and he goes limp on the ground. Carmen sneers at you. Now you done it, boy. Ain't nobody gonna believe you now. You're a wild dog. Cast it again. Hold on. <laughs> I can't because there's a, there's a ten minute cooldown. You just wait ten minutes, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> he just holds up one finger and he starts. He grabs his his holy symbol and starts talking into it. Um, wait, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so Tobin looks a little bit afraid. Because uh, he knows exactly what this, uh, what's going to happen to him next, and so he runs out of the alley, and uh, uh, reaches into his his uh, satchel and grabs some things. But he just keeps running. He heads northwest. About this time, um, people are starting to react to this clatter more than just Boric, and, and people start coming out and investigating. And a small crowd forms around Carmen. And Boric laying on the ground. And now we're going to go to the Warrens, guys. Kashak, you hear footsteps pacing outside of your cubby, and it stirs you from your sleep. He's going to extract himself from his uh, various textiles he's kind of collected there and um, sort of slither out of his cubby, which is only like a couple of inches deep, honestly, and uh, stand up. <laughs> Who's there? You see Krentek, kind of blurry-eyed. You see Krentek looks, he looks tired. Uh, he looks like he might have been molting a bit. His his skin is kind of flaking, sloughing his scales. He's nervously tapping his toe claws on the ground as he walks. He looks a sight. Kashak, Kashak, I, I need your help. I really need your help. Jesus, man, what happened to you? It's it's not just me. It's it's the Warrens. It's I say I need your help, but we all do, Kashak. What are you talking about? Uh, remember those things you said uh, you found up in that northern northern tunnel that collapsed? Yeah, in Cutlass. Yeah, we're getting reports of other things like that. We've got patrols going missing. 
other northern edges of Warrens that may be connected to the Gauntlet. I haven't been really mapped appropriately. What happened to the report I gave you guys? Well, I sent people to investigate and they never returned. I'm trying to round up a, a experience, more experienced group of fighters and, and the like. And I, I feel like I feel like you'd be the right person to lead them, Kashak. You fought them, you've got experience now, and honestly, at this point, despite our differences in the past, I, I think I trust you more than most of the fighters we have. Kind of me to say I'd like at least one more evoker, though, and helmets. Absolutely, as many helmets as you can find. With ear protection and straps. Some some to keep him from grabbing on the back. There might be more than those, though. I really would like you to lead an entire an entire detachment to, to properly map, find defensive positions, and do strategic cave-ins as necessary to protect the rest of the, the brood. Can you do this for me? I, I know you've been working so much with the mayor, but this is your family, Kashak. At least the only family you've known. I would never say no. I've got my priorities in order. Trust me. I'll, uh... uh, uh, uh let me try to enlist my, uh... My friends up top. The strong ones, you know. Let's see what I can do. And see if I can get them. I'm, I'm afraid that, uh... They might have some issues with clearance, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, oh, shit! Tunnels are low, and... Yeah, there's no way that billion's fucking eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate. We we considered asking uh, the members of Otari Guard to help, but we know they've got their hands full with whatever's coming out of the gauntlet, and we should do our best to protect things coming from under the gauntlet, I feel. It's the least we can do. Um, I, I have to tell them I can't just bail. So, uh, give me a few moments. I understand. Well, I, I, I hope that you'll be back within a few few days, if not a couple of weeks. It's not that extensive, and um, I trust you to protect yourselves more than trying to eliminate these things. It, it, our, our people are our strongest asset, you know. Of course. Uh, let me prepare myself. Uh, give me an hour. Absolutely. Take whatever time you need. So Kashak's going to make his way... Um, up top out of the ruins of the thirsty alpaca and make his way to the rowdy rockfish. While this conversation is happening up top, the crowd outside of the rowdy rockfish rouses Yosef and Solus from their beds. Uh, <clears throat> Solus, I assume it, it's easier for him to get up. He sees the crowd outside and runs up to Yosef's door. Yosef, Yosef, something is going on. Yosef. Oh, my God, what time is it? It I, doesn't matter. Get up. Get up. Get I up. Come, get up. I come to the door in a sleeping cap and a, and a little candle. <laughs> <laughs> Modern kerchief and I in my cap. Yeah, I've been a night guy. And, uh, and a cup of chamomile. Yeah. <laughs> you Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. Something is going on outside. The, the townspeople seem angry about something. There's a crowd forming. Get ready right now. Uh, okay. Then I will rub the sleep out of my eyes and hastily don my armor. Not not mechanically, though, because that would be bad. Nope, too late. The fuck? Ah! And somebody else seems to be roused from their slumber by, by the noise. And a familiar face comes out of the room adjacent. Yosef looks up. Oh, what, 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 what's going on? Uh, what, uh, what's, just, what's this noise? As, as Mordred, right? 
Oh, Solis. Why? 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 Yes. What is, just, why is everyone up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to get to Yosef right now. I, perhaps it's best if you stay out of it, but there's something's going on on the side. I don't know what's happening. There is a commotion. Oh, is, is someone hurt? Mockwart, Mockwart, come. Come, let's go see. I come out with my, my clothes on, pulling my hood up over my head. And let's go. Okay. We go outside. What do we see? You make your way downstairs and you see Brelda's not there. She must have went to investigate as well. And you make your way outside, and you hear a, a bit of a crowd, and you can hear Carmen's slightly slurred voice above the crowd. He tried to do it again. That damn fetchlin. Rumble, 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 rumble. Rabble, 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 rabble. Rabble, 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 rabble. For a block, for a block, for a block, for a block. Boric, he, he valiantly dived in to save me. He may have paid the ultimate price for it, but that, that creature, back to do harm to all of us. He ran, but he'll be back, and I'm not going to be the last he tries to kill. And he sees you coming, I was like, them, they're the ones, they protect him. It's just as much their fault as his, and points at Solas. Yosef would like to speak up and talk to uh, Carmen. And say yes, we're the one who protects Tovin. Ah, uh, quick question. Uh, before we continue with this uh, general survey in front of everybody, have you gone to sleep yet, Carmen? That's not important. What ha- what's important is this man here is lying dying yes. on the ground. Yes, Carmen, you. I can smell you from here. You stink. Why do you reek of alcohol? It's almost six in the morning. That's not your concern. All I know is that damn fool tried to kill me again, huh? We all got to stop him before he does it again. Be you next. He starts randomly pointing at people in the crowd. Are you? Are you? We have to stop him. About that time you hear coming near. (laughs) That's your old friend, Dilly Danvers. You hear it over the crowd. First guard on the scene. What seems to be the problem here, gentlemen? Oh, Lord, this is a real pickle. This is going to be a doozy of a day, y'all. One might even call it a dilly. <laughs> so, um, Solus's normal, like, red hail face, uh, goes pale, completely white. Dilly, could you, I have a job for you. Please go and find Billiam and bring him here. Could you do that for me, please, quickly, right now? Well, yeah, absolutely. I know right where he lives. Billiam's such a nice man. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. okay, just a moment. And Solus tries to push to the front of the car- crowd. Just let me through. And I'm going to use lay on hands on uh, Doric. Boric, but yes, Boric. <laughs> Make an attempt. Okay, uh, well, it's just I, I just heal. I just touch him. Right, right. How, it's not a, it's, it's what? It's one, it's 12 points, right? Just flat at this yeah, level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Is, does it do anything? It seems to not affect him for some reason. Is it because he's dead as fuck? It, it looks like um, like the magic is trying to heal the burns a bit, and it just, like, necrotizes back after it kind of knits together. It sloughs away again. Why is it doing that? And you can see him kind of squirm and wince a bit when you touch him. It it doesn't... Just, I don't think that normally happens, right? Is it... It should, it should be working. It should be working. I don't know why it's not working. 
We need to get him the Vandy. Yeah. We need to okay. get him the Vandy. Uh, you do that, okay. Um, I think I know. I think I know where Tovin went. You. And I turn and I, I look at Carmen. I can I reach him from where I am? Sure. Okay. Um, I I grab him by his shirt. Give me that athletics. Uh, Give me that sure. athletics. That's a plus ten. Uh, that is a nineteen. Nineteen total or nineteen plus ten? Nineteen total. Perfect. You got him. Okay. I grab him. I pull him close to me. If you come near any one of us again, I will kill you. You heard it here, folks. He's threatening me right now. These are the people the mayor says are going to protect us. Remember, the mayor doesn't care about you. Carmen cares about you. Solus realizes that, um, realizes what, what he just said and, uh, lets go of Carmen shaking a little bit. And, um, Yosef, take him to, take him to Vandy. I'm, I'm going to, to see Hattie. I think I know where Tovin is going. Uh, uh, okay. And, uh, I run off to the Northeast. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Dilly? Oh, shit, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, you! And I pointed somebody in the crowd. Help me get him to the Dawnflower Library. Let's go. <laughs> as as Mordor will come up out of the crowd. Oh, my God. I forgot you were here. Oh, oh Muck, what's going yeah. shoot out of me? Look, let me let me try something here. I have I have one of these these healing elixirs, and I, they're they're they might work. I mean, okay, I'll admit this this little small one here I have. It's really not good for a whole lot. It might hurt. It might heal a, a like wounded kitten or something. But <laughs> it's worth a shot. Let's let's give it a try. You know, I Coca-Cola. really feel I'm on the verge of a breakthrough, though. One that could actually maybe heal an adult Just person if they were. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> let me let, let me let me try this. <laughs> <laughs> and he plucks a little uh, little growth off of Muckwort and pulls some some reagents and bottles out of his little pouch that he grabbed as his way out the door and puts it all together and shakes it and administers it to the guy. Oh, I missed Tovin already. For <laughs> to uh, healing, healing four. <laughs> you don't really see many effect, see any effect, while the magical healing that Solus did seem to maybe get pushed back by something. This just doesn't seem to do anything at all. Oh, oh dear. Okay, yeah, he's he's probably not going to make it. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't say that in front of everybody. Grab, hook underneath his shoulders. I have his feet. He'll grab on and try to help you as Muckwort runs across his body as a little bridge between Yosef and Esmordrin. Yeah, I'll like overhead press his legs over my head, like. <gasps> Like, <laughs> I'm really not built for this, Yosef. I'm not. I'm not strong. It's. I know I have these these arms, but <laughs> I am three feet tall. As for twenty, I the pivot. Jesus, <laughs> where the fuck is Billiam? Oh, oh, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> Little rat folk who can. What can the rat man do? This is what the rat man can do. <laughs> I, I'm trying really hard to not step on your tail as we're walking. It's really, it's really tricky. I can't quite see it, but but below this. Let me get an athletics out of both of you, actually, oh for this. God. Oh God! Don't open up boundary. He said, "You're not going to need your character sheet." He said, <laughs> "Eleven on the die for eleven. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. One second. I rolled a four on the die, uh, and I'm pretty sure I only have like a plus six to athletics." Maybe. That's actually being generous the more I think about it. So give me a second as uh, Foundry loads up. Okay. 
Let's see here. Oh, no, it's only a plus two. Yeah, six. You guys aren't quite handling it, and a couple large dudes from the crowd come and help you out. I will, well, we'll help you get him. We'll figure it out. Bork's a friend of mine. I'll help him out. Gonna put a hand on the knee. I'll be right behind you. And you guys take this gentleman, this obviously injured, dying gentleman, to the Dawnflower. Billiam, you're awoken by a pounding at the door. Bill answers the door, buck naked. That's how he sleeps. Oh, Mr. Billiam, you need to put something on. You're just indecent. <laughs> what are you doing here, Dilly? My family's <laughs> sleeping. Prude. <laughs> I don't move. Yep, there's a there's a problem at the rockfish. I don't know what happened. I left as soon as I got there. Yosef said to get you. Or was it Solus? I can't even remember. I done plum forgot. You gotta get back to the rockfish. There's there's a real pickle. Get on dress, come on. Quick okay. as you can. Oh. Yosef sent you or one of them sent you? Yeah, one of them did. I, I don't quite okay. remember. I, I ran real hard, and my brain doesn't work good when I'm running fast. That means things probably aren't good. Okay, <laughs> give me, thank you, Jilly. Give me one sec. Uh, you don't have to wait for me. I gotta go find my clothes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run back and, and tell him you're coming, and then I'll run back and tell you. I mean, I'm good at running. And off he goes. <laughs> you hear? <laughs> Bill will. Uh... I'm assuming this the pounding at least woke up Yvette, so she's going to come up and... Oh, the, pound, the pounding always wakes up Yvette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, there it was. <laughs> and I will uh, ease her worries up while I put on my... I'll just put on regular clothes. I don't think I need to put on like my full breastplate um, or, or anything like that. So I'll just put on some regular clothes. I probably won't bring any weapons with me. Uh, maybe like a kitchen knife. That's what I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring a kitchen knife Perfect. with me and uh, and put on some regular clothes and I'll, I'll very fast paced make my way towards the rockfish. I feel like Billiam is the kind of person who has a cut cone knife. <laughs> yeah. Billiam notices the uh, Yosef and Asmordrin and two other people carrying somebody towards the Dawnflower as he leaves his home and goes around the corner towards the rockfish. Okay, so I, do I see Dilly at all? You don't see Dilly. Okay, Dilly has okay. disappeared. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to like make my way towards Yosef. Yosef, Yosef, Dilly told me to go to the rockfish, but you guys seem to be leaving the other way. Where do you want me to go? What's happening? Help! Uh, oh, thank God you're here, <laughs> Billy. I'm not good at carrying corpses. I mean, people. Could you please take this guy's legs? Who is this guy? Yeah, hold on. Get over. Let me grab this for you. Uh, I, 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 can I just grab him fully? Can I just pick him up? There's, I feel like there's no reason. But you we've couldn't. allowed it up to this point, so yeah, go ahead. that's right. Okay, because watch. I like you said people were helping him, so I'm gonna sort of be like, I got this, guys. Don't worry. And I'm just gonna sort of grab this uh, body be, be with him. from he's, yeah, he's from <laughs> from the people. I, I don't. I don't think it matters, Billy. You do whatever you want. Why? As Mordor, how are you? Why are you oh, here? Oh, I'm well, I'm well. I'm a little <laughs> sleepy, though. I got woken up. It was yeah, it's a long was, story. I was butt naked and Dilly just showed up and he saw my little dingling. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> Dilly has a little dingling. <laughs> Bill anyway. calls it a little dingling. That's what he calls it. Uh, I, 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 as this happens, I, I'm throwing him on my shoulder and I'm keeping up the pace and I sort of bend down to Yosef. I go, is this, is this our fault? 
Did we do this? Or is this okay? Are we okay? I have no idea. I was woken up by a commotion it's, in the middle of the night. It's our fault. Are we the baddies? I don't know. Are we the baddies? So where are we going? Where am I taking him? I'm following the crowd, him. obviously. We're, we're, no, we're going up to the Dawnflower Library so we can take him to Venti. She might be able okay. to help because it seems that magical healing or chemical healing is not working on him. Oh, okay. Where's, where's some where's... sexual healing? <laughs> where is Solus and Tovin? <sighs> Tovin's the one who did this to him. So it was our fault. God damn it, Tovin. I don't know if it was our fault. It was Carmen. He's involved in this somehow. We don't have time to talk about this, though. As this is all happening, Tovin has been running as fast as his uh, legs can carry him. <laughs> North. (laughs) As fast as he can, north to where he remembers a couple days ago meeting Hattie. He um, felt a special kinship, you know, being tangentially related by faith, her being an adherent to Grotus, him being a member of the caravan. And uh, he makes his way up to the clearing that his shack, that Hattie shack, eh, is in. Birth Bill Murray she, comes to the door. Nobody will ever believe you. <laughs> In the back of the black bayou. <laughs> and again, just like when you came last time. Gross. You see Hattie. <laughs> sweeping <laughs> off the porch. So Tobin runs up to her. <sighs> Hattie. Hattie, I need you for a moment. Where, Tobin? I didn't expect to see you, this soon, y'all. You seem to be a little out of breath. What you running from, son? I, I never expect to see anybody again. But I just... I need a moment of your time. Anything. Catch your breath. Take a seat. She uh, motions to her stoop. It's, it's high enough that somebody could sit. I know. I know it's not the month, but... Could you, could you indulge me for a moment? Absolutely. What sort of, what sort of words do you want to lay on my ears, son? Ease your weary mind. How can I help you? Could you, could you join me in a prayer to the God of the end times? You know, a lot of people think he's just the God of the end times, Tovin. Even a lot of his worshippers. But you know the truth is he's the God of the end of all things. The God of every last breath. The God of the last leaf that falls off the tree in the winter. He's the end to everything. Do you fear an end, Tovin? I don't fear an end. And he clutches his religious symbol close, the symbol of the caravan. I don't fear an end. I just fear the rebirth from my deeds tonight. I long learned to not dwell on my past, Hoven. It always leads us to the end eventually. What we need to be concerned with is what turns it makes along the way and how we can do to help people. How it affects others. I don't regret my youthful indiscretion or that evil cult of empty death because it brought me here today 
Well, I could offer you succor in your time of need. So do not fear the end. Cherish the journey. Now, what... What are you fearful of taking root from your actions? I fear my... I fear for my friends. I fear for their families. At least Billiams. I don't really I don't really know anything about the rest. I they have families I, we never really talked about, but Billiams families, they are precious, I'm told. All three of them. <laughs> what were their names again as he remembers back in Billiams' voice? <laughs> <laughs> the boy and the girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, in fact, Tobin, I remember wife. their names. Just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will certainly join you in a prayer. Follow me. I will bring you to the place of a power that protected me once, when I was brought here in my darkest hour. And she leads you. You didn't quite notice last time you were here, but there's a small stone, maybe four or five feet tall, like an obelisk almost. In a clearing, uh, a brush, about 50 yards from her shack. It was beyond it from the direction you were walking, and you wouldn't have seen it last time you came. And she leads you there at a moderate walking pace. She doesn't make a quick trip of it. You know, worshippers eons ago put the stone here. It's a place of power for Grotus. At the lunar eclipse, the moon will cast a shadow until it reaches its zenith, in which it will be directly above this plinth. It is a sacred place to the end of all things, and perhaps it will find you, help you find the peace you need as you find yourself at this end that you fear leads you over there and uh, she kneels in front of the stone so Tobin puts his his hand on the stone and his other hand on his his religious symbol and he prays Lord of the end times I don't ask anything of you nothing more than the end make it good make it swift Erase me. Take care of my friends in the way that you will, in the way that you will me. And he reaches up to Hattie and holds up his medical kit. And he says, Hattie, when the time comes, if anybody comes for me and I'm not here, give this to the rat. Tell him I said not to neglect the prolapse rectum. It's very, very important <laughs> that he remembers how to deal with that. And as, as a single tear sheds, he sheds out of his right eye. It, it uh, makes a slightly less white <laughs> path down his right cheek. Well, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean, but I'm sure it'll mean something to him, son. Just remember Plurolap's rectum. That's all that matters. He'll know. He'll know. Oh, I'm sure he will. Just... Just rest here in silence. Rodus will come to you as, as you need him. And he, he starts to count his beads as he says his prayers. Back to the town. And I just want to note that uh, 
This journey probably would have taken Tove in a couple hours. We're kind of time skipping forward and back here. And we're going to head back to town. And our good buddy Kashak has made his way out of the Warrens and has finally made his way to the Rockfish. And Brelda is inside now, making something. Smells wonderful. So Kashak is probably hungry at this point, and he's like, Ah, Brelda, good morning. Hey, Kashak. It's wonderful to see you. Scaly face and white teeth. <laughs> he's looking around the place, and it's suspiciously empty, I think. It seems to have been a little bit of trouble. If you're looking for your friends, I notice uh, you're looking around a bit. Uh, I saw them dragging a body down to the, the Dawnflower. I don't know what it's about, but uh, it seems serious. You said you saw them dragging a body to the Dawnflower? I'm sure it was all above board. There was a crowd and a mob, and looked like they were trying to help him. I wasn't too concerned. <sighs> Yo, such a good boy. Uh, well, Have some orange slices. I really actually should probably be on my way. Um, thank you so much for your hospitality. As always, I'm going to try to figure out what's going on with them. Thank you very much. You make your way down to the dawn, dawn flower. The day has yeah. kind of progressed a little bit. Plod, 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 plod. Right. It's, it's probably about 730-ish at this point by the time you've gotten out and, you know, and made your way down. And you get there and the, the party is is outside of Vandy's healing room, just kind of waiting. Hey, gang. The fuck happened here? I don't really know. Uh, yeah. Is Tobin uh, in there? No. No. I still don't know what happened. Evidently, uh, Tovin and Carmen had some kind of altercation along with this gentleman behind the Rowdy Rockfish early this morning. And evidently, Tovin used his moonbeam and it hit this gentleman, Boric. And we can't heal him. It's like his body is rejecting it. Like a baboon heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would Tovin have hit this guy? I don't know. I really didn't have time to investigate this. He just is really hurt. And evidently Tovin ran off somewhere. And Solis is all like, I know where he is and just left. So they're gone, and then Billiam showed up and helped me carry him up here because as Morgan and I are not exactly uh, strong. So, I also don't believe anything Carmen Rajani says. I heard some mutterings about how he was there and he was yelling at the townsfolk and he smelled like drinks. He was exceptionally drunk and slurring mm -hmm. his speech. Oh, and I wouldn't want to get to the bottom of that. It's also really weird how for some reason... Tovin was outside of the rockfish with Carmen. So, uh, Kashak's just gonna kind of hang his head for a second and be like, Well, gentlemen, I... I have to go. I've gotta go to the northern tunnels. They need someone to leave the party. We... You can't come. You're all too big except Joseph. And I... You need him. You're gonna... You're going to be gone, too? There's no other way to swing it. There's a collapse in the northern tunnels. The incutilists are showing up all over the place. They're about to spread like a fucking plague. I dare say that we can address the issue because, you know, giant cephalopod shell, but we need to somebody to somebody more martially versed. 
than uh, our current sort of uh, principal roles to go and investigate. I'm so sorry. I have to tell you, tell Tovin, tell him I love him and I'll see him soon. You guys are, uh, you guys are great. I understand, Kashak. I would do the same thing for my people. And I'll plop the body down and give him a a hug. The body's already inside being worked on by Bandy. Sorry. Oh, perfect. Sorry. Um, Then I'll drop to my knees and give... I'll I'll be like, don't be surprised and sneeze magic on me. And go and (laughs) give him a hug. Yeah, Kashak will give Billy a great big hug. I'll miss you guys. These guys are going to be a utter clusterfuck. And I mean, you guys are as well, but it's going to be way worse. These guys don't know jack shit. So, hopefully when you're done, you can come back and help us finish what needs to be finished here if we're, we're not done. Oh, I'll be back. Or dead. Yes, or if one of us dies. Well, I hope not. Me neither. <laughs> May tonight not be your night. Kashak. Thanks, and tomorrow night also not be your night or wait, his wait. night, and he's gonna finger guns at Asmordan. <laughs> and the next night, and the next night, and the next night <laughs> after that too, and the one after that, and after that. Let's give it a good couple of months before it's your night at least. Bill gets like a tear in his eye and goes, "You still owe me a tour of of your warrens, Kashak." Yeah, just keep on stretching, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's what trying to fit through the arrow slits is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. I'm gonna it's have sex. Off. I'm gonna have sex extra hard with, so you can hear the thumping from the north. <laughs> I, oh I my just god! Hope, I just hope you make another little Brunhilda or whatever you said your daughter's name was. <laughs> Did you recently watch? One like, was Raza. I remember like, that Raza and and. Uh, something with a K. If anyone deserves to reproduce, it's definitely you. I hope you win your egg raffle. Oh, nice. Damn. Damn. You're going to as much fucked up stuff about Cobalt Society as I possibly can. Just on the way out. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, ta-ta, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. Hey, Absu's got your back. Let's get a cast guidance and then run. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Six seconds. What are you going to do? So, right. uh, Yosef is going to turn and look at, uh, Billiam and as Morgan to go. <sighs> As you yell that, you hear a stirring from inside of the healing room and the doors open and Vandy looks at you with serious concern in her eyes and says, you better come look at this. You need to look at this now, immediately. Come, come, come. Okay, okay. (laughs) I guess you too, Asmodrid. We're we're underemployed right now, so (laughs) put on an apron and get back here. He'll shuffle after everyone. So nothing I was doing was healing him. He was just getting worse and worse. I couldn't, couldn't quite figure it out. I worked as best as I possibly can, but unfortunately, I believe I've lost him. And you see this body on the table under a sheet. It's just covered up. You can't see anything. But uh, I think I know why now. He's, he's probably under and that she sheet. she goes. 
Well, you, I, I haven't met you before. You, you must be new in town. What, what's your name, sir? Oh, I am Ms. Mordren. I got here. I Actually, that might have actually been a day ago. <laughs> Roughly. Maybe two. Yeah. yeah, then your place caught on fire. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> It's been it's, usually I'm used to everyone chasing me with pitchforks and things, but here everyone seems so busy worried about other things. It's great. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, if you're with this crowd, you're in good hands, friend. But this is important. And she pulls back the sheet and you see this pink sheened, slightly formless body, no eyes scooped out head and she pulls it down long arms with these long claws at the end and a limp proboscis with three teeth hanging out of its mouth uh I believe this is not truly Bork is it oh my god I know what that is that's a faceless stalker I recognize the teeth marks right you are Borkus who was in the river I don't believe that was Bork either. No? Bork was much shorter than that man. Bork uh-huh. still may be out there. But this... Tovin may have done a great service to this city. By uncovering this. You have to tell him. You have to tell him. How many more do you think there could be? There's no way of knowing. We have to tell him. We have to tell the mayor. D- did you know of this? Did you know there were these things in our midst? We had found out the same day. We didn't know who we could trust. All the same, I think, with this, we should be telling the mayor, yes. I was hoping we could find out some way to find a vetting process, but yes, I agree. We have to start blood tests immediately. Somebody get a copper wire and a flamethrower. I, I actually, I, I might know a way to test for this, actually. Um, there's, I have a theory, but it, it, it takes some time. Yes, yes. Uh, c- come with me and you can describe it to me in detail. Off camera. <laughs> overhead camera, like a drone shot, is coming up the uh, Rose Guard way. It is going over Solus, running full speed as fast as he can. He drops his shield to get more speed. And he drops his, um, he like undoes his tabard and uh, his plate falls off of him. And he, you know, trying to run as quickly as he can to make it up to Hattie's. And he arrives and Hattie is, uh, Hattie's not sweeping. In fact, you don't really see her very well, honestly. (laughs) Hattie... Hattie, Tovin, are you here? Hattie. And you can, you can, um, you're looking around and you can hear what sounds like Tovin muttering up to the north of the the shack. And you look around the side of the shack, you make your way around and you can see Tovin and Hattie kneeling in front of a stone. Solus is going to walk up until about 15 feet behind them. Tovin, I hoped I wouldn't find you here. Hattie rises to her feet and says, Tovin, it looks like, uh, look like it's come for you, hasn't it? Leave you to it. And she, uh, gets up and slowly walks towards a house, and, um, as she passes Solas, she turns and puts a hand on his shoulder and says, 
This is only one end, son. It may not be the one you wanted, but it's the one that's destined. Remember that. Grotus is a god of the end, isn't he, Tovin? I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this end of the pantheon. Tovin stops his prayers and looks up at the moon and says, Yes, yes, he's... He signifies the end, but in my belief, he's... He's the sign of a rebirth. So what... What Carmen Rajani was saying... Is it true? Did you... Did you actually do that? I absolutely did. I'm sorry, my friend. Son of a bitch. Why are you, you do- my mother? Why are you doing this to us? Why are you doing this to me? You know what I have to do now. You think this is about you? I'm ready, Solus. I'm ready. Tovin, Mach died because of me. No, he didn't. He, he died because of your ideals. He came for you because he loved you as a brother and it was his duty. He didn't die because of you. He died because he chose to. Are you choosing to now, Tovin? My choice doesn't matter. I already made my choice when Carmen Rajani woke me up on my sweet trash can in the back of that sweet inn. (laughs) (laughs) He, He awoke something in me that I had thought I had quelled years ago. Years and years of jeers and, and, and yells and just absolute mockery of who I am when all I wanted to do was help people. No, I'm I'm ready. My only regret at this point is that Carmen didn't take the blow. For what it's worth, Tovin, we we haven't known each other for long, but I've come to regard you as a very dear friend. And I you, you misguided fool. But I you. Now Solus is going to take out his sword. Do you want a clean swipe through the neck or a strike through the heart? Let me help you. And he reaches back and grabs your blade and takes it up from where you had it up to just below the uh, occipital, um, sorry, the occipital process. Just so you know, if you want a clean blow, here it is. And he says to you, Solace, just do good. And Solus stabs Tovin in the back of the head. The sword goes clean through. Tovin, the back of his head, pierces out his right cheek. And for a moment, Tovin sees home. He sees Beacon. He sees his family again. He sees the shadow plane. His vision peels away. He's again a young boy. Being pushed along on his father's cart. And he can hear mock in his ears. Done good, Tovin. 
It's time to rest. Wolverhampton uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.